Let me just snort my line of pixie stick. Oh. <sighs> Howdy, y'all. This is another episode of the Pilot's Guide Pod. I'm here with John Barber. Say hello, John. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. <laughs> what we do here at the Pilot's Guide Pod, we watch pilot episodes of streaming services pilot episodes. Yeah, I yeah, that right? yeah, yeah I said that right. Such as Hulu, Netflix, YouTube. We have to go back to YouTube. We haven't been there in a oh, while. Oh, we might go back there this week. Amazon, soon to be Apple. What else? Disney. Disney, NBC, CBS, CNN. We're going to actually do all those? True TV. <laughs> no, just, just everything. Everything, man. All right. We're going to be out there. The Jokers are waiting, just like we said <laughs> last week. For this week, we have a little show called F is for Family. Yes. A Netflix original. Cartoon. Cartoon. Yes. When's the last time we did a cartoon? Boss Baby, was that the last Boss time? Baby was the last time you and I did a cartoon. Technically, uh, the last yeah, cartoon yeah, yeah. we did was me and Christian Sama did that, that anime about pop stars. But, <laughs> but fortunately, it was, it was nice to get back into the cartoon-verse. It was. Yes. So, like we said, like we explained last week... Officer Family is a pretty raunchy show <laughs> yeah. about like a regular family, but regular and regular family. Quotations. But we're gonna try something new on today's episode of the Pilot Sky Podcast, and and if this is successful, and we would really appreciate it if you let us know via email or Twitter or just tell it to us face to face or text us. We're going to try something different with the summary because we've been hearing a little bit about the summary is dragging a little bit. So we're going to try what I'm going to call the two-minute rapid review. So how it's going to work, and we want to explain it every time, is I am going to set a timer for two minutes and I will have Sean do his best to cover the complete arc of this pilot episode. So he'll fill in really like the big picture ideas. And then after that, he'll set me a two-minute two timer. And uh, I'll fill in the gaps that were missing. Some of the major key points or uh, different ideas that I thought were important too. And following that, uh, the two of us will expand on any area or two or three that we thought was really important and worthwhile to talk about. And then we'll do likes and dislikes. We'll do our theories, and we'll close out with our uh, rating of Crash Landing or Clear for Takeoff. So, we're going to get into it. Yeah. Uh, I got the timer up. Well, we're going to... I'm timing first. You're going. I'm going it's first. It's your show. All it's right. It's your show. My so, time to shine. Uh, Andrew, I think you're editing today. Uh, put in, like, a nice, like, intense music. Okay, I've got two minutes on the clock. Sean, are you ready with your notes? What if I just go off the top of the head and you'll fill, try and fill in the gaps? Let's do off the top of the head. I All like right. that. All right, ready? Yes. Three, two, one, go. All right, so Frank and his family, Susan's his wife, Kevin is the one son. I didn't catch the other son's name. They're an odd family in the 70s. I think it was 1973. Frank is seeing an... A commercial for a boxing match wants to have all of his neighbors over for the to watch it, and then 
his neighbor Vic, who is this hunk of a guy, tries to get everyone else to come over to his house because he's got a bigger TV. So Frank goes out, buys a better TV. And then his littler son ruins it by sticking a magnet on it, messing it all up. Yeah, them damn magnets. <laughs> damn magnets. And then the little son was getting picked on by bullies. And then Kevin, the older son, shook away the bullies. And then <laughs> and then punched his kid in the gut. <laughs> and then what else? Uh, eventually it all worked out. Uh, I'm missing a big part. What the hell is it? <laughs> that, that's okay. Uh, oh, yeah, because Frank didn't buy a warranty for the TV that his son broke. He had to make a scene at the TV store and embarrassed himself and cursed out a 20-year-old salesman. And I'm definitely missing something really big. and I just can't remember it. It's okay. Uh, we're experimenting. His neighbor Vic was watching the boxing match with two girls that were giving him a blowjob. <laughs> what else? Important pieces. No, of there's something else. He's ten, nine, eight, uh, seven, six. Frank. Five, Frank four, seems like his whole family three, was an accident. Two. <laughs> All right, we did it. So that was it. <laughs> So that was Sean's two-minute review, and now if you would be so kind as to set a two-minute timer for me, Got it. fill in the gaps. Do you want notes, or are you going without notes? I'm going without notes. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll ride it. I'll ride till I can't go home. <laughs> Mason. Just give me, a, give, me a, give me a warning. All right. Two minutes starting in three, two, one. Okay. The younger son, who was not Kevin, was named Billy. He had red hair. There was a daughter, uh, their sister, who I believe is the youngest of the three. So three kids, a wife, a dog named Major. Frank is the main character here. So like Sean said, he wanted to impress his neighbors uh, by getting a bigger TV than Vic because they had already been invited to Vic's for the big fight. Uh it was the, a fight between some guy with sideburns and an Irish fighter, and the Irish fighter was named the Bleedin' in Sweden. That was his nickname because he always bled, like, all over, but whatever. Um, important thing to note, they went out and bought the TV with their son Kevin's uh, college fund. Kevin's a bit of an asshole. He's sort of like the hard son. He's like, I hate you, parents. You suck. Like, he's going around messing with girls and all that. But he really, you know, in the end protects his his brother. Like Sean said, he protects Billy from the bullies. Uh, an important thing to add is that the TV that they're buying uh, is a color TV because they only have a black and white TV and Vic has a color TV. So they're going to watch this fight in color. Uh, they end up buying the TV. He watches it all night. Billy puts the magnet on it, ruins it. And then, like Sean said, he doesn't have the warranty um, so Frank gets really pissed, finds out that Billy ultimately did it, and he says, Billy, you have to go back and apologize to the store owners for me. And they're hoping maybe that the, it can work it out. The store owner, the, or the, the young guy, Chuck, he's a dick. Uh, so Billy basically takes the magnet and ruins all Ten. of the other TVs. And the overall... Guy in charge of the store says, Oh, all these TVs are wrong. I'm going to give you the TV for free. Okay, cool. 
We did it. You did it. Okay. So I'll invite you first. Is there an aspect of the show that you want to expand a little bit on? It could be a character. It could be a plot element. The intro. Yes. Let's talk about the intro. I really, really thought this was pretty good. I thought it was a good intro. Mm -hmm. Because it showed Frank flying through the air. He was like very young. Yeah. He he started off young. Mm -hmm. And it was like as if he was Superman or something. Yeah. And then objects started flying towards him but there were objects like that you get as you grow up so like yes give me an example i don't know so like it it at first he was graduating from college or graduating from high school probably high yeah. school a degree um, hit him i think yeah he got a degree and like he's flying up in the air he's like this young boy ready to take on the town and he the first thing he gets smacked with is his draft note uh, he's oh, yeah. been conscripted to the Korean service. And one of the things that he talks about a lot is just like, I could have died in Korea. Or like, <laughs> yeah. the Koreans didn't get me. He said something I, like that. He was like, I almost bled out in Korea. I already met God. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, referencing the bleeding in Sweden, I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> he bleeds all the time or yeah. something. So yeah, he gets hit by that. And then like... He gets a costume change, like he puts on a military outfit while he's flying through the air, and his face is like all surprised, like, oh, what the hell happened? And then I think after that, it's like a rattler, like a, a little yeah, rattle. Yeah, because he had his first Because he has his kid, Kevin. and then he gets married, and then he like puts on weight, he loses yeah. his hair. <laughs> he gets his muffin top. And then at the very, like, the very end of his flight, which I guess is like the middle, he just starts getting bombarded by like bills and report cards and uh art projects and all sorts of like stuff that a dad who thought he had the whole sky clear thought he was clear for takeoff yes ended up crash landing quite literally into the house that everybody was at he like crashes and then it's just him sitting like in his front lawn in in like a lazy boy and his family around him very, like, Simpsons-y. He was obviously, like... Like, as he was flying through the sky, you could tell that, like... He wasn't, like... Ha- not happy, but, like... He didn't, like, plan any of this to happen. No. All of his kids, they looked like they were accidents. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Not not great for old Frank. Use a rubber, folks. To go to go a little bit more into... Fr- well, granted, it was the 50s. The 50s. Yeah. The 50s when he... At least had Kevin. 50s and then 60s. It's a different time. A different time. I guess, yeah. I don't know how good the, the condom technology was. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was known for a time where people are just <laughs> banging left and right. So, Frank is easily frustrated. You can say that. <laughs> one, one of the, the, fir- the very first scene is he comes home from work and he sits down at dinner. And, and he's the like, phone oh. rings. He's all excited to tell his family like a story about what he did at work today and like a joke. And then the phone rings and he's like, I'm not answering that damn phone. It's those guys <laughs> selling shit. They always sell... Selling... Bi- selling... S- engraved... Engraved Bibles. <laughs> uh, yeah, the phone rings for like 10 or 11 or 12 times. And each, Frank is just like... Each time he just gets more, like, flabbergasted. And he gets up, and he picks up the phone, and he just goes the hell off. And that's how you know that he's like... Oh, no, that's what he was... That... He was talking... 
on the phone. That's when he yelled, I almost bled out in Korea. I already met God. Oh, yeah, because he's talking about the Bible. (laughs) Exactly. That's, that's That's some good stuff. One thing about Kevin and Frank that I found really funny was when Frank was outside with his neighbors talking about the boxing match and coming over. Yeah. Kevin was going to walk, like, down the block or something. He's riding his bike with no hands. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, and Frank goes, don't go messing around with that loose girl down in the corner. <laughs> I don't want to have, I don't want to have half-slut kids. Yeah. It's like, oh my god. And then his neighbor goes, he said, that's a fine boy you got there, Frank. And then Frank goes, ah, he's a fucking animal. <laughs> I actually laughed out loud. Frank at that. Frank does not hold back on anybody, <laughs> literally anybody. And this is an important time to note uh, if you're familiar with the comedian Bill Burr. I know a lot of people are really big into Bill Burr. He's a very funny guy. That is who plays Frank. So he's uh, a very popular comedian on Netflix. You can find his comedy specials. Now, what do you got? The, what was the little kid's. Or is it Billy? Billy is the red haired. Billy. Um, what the kids that he was with, like those hillbilly kids, were they just neighbors? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, talk about those. Talk about those kids a little the, bit. The neighbors were like hillbillies. We didn't get their names. I don't think maybe we did, but they kind of live. They live in like a lower middle class area. Like yeah. If I had to guess, yeah. The one might have been near Kevin's age, and then one was like young, a little younger than Billy, but for some reason wearing a diaper. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this like kind of grown boy wearing a diaper. And then, the kid wearing the diaper starts sucking on the magnet. Yes, and then he goes, Mm-mm, "Tastes like Mama's gun." <laughs> oh Lord! I was like, "What is oh, this?" Yeah, so that's like that's part of the comedy in the show. A lot of like. A lot of insensitive <laughs> jokes toward uh, different races, sexes, uh, ages. Like, yeah, I mean, you can tell that it's a stand-up comedian. It's you know that he wrote the show. Like, it's pretty. It's pretty clear to see because, for you know, as bad as it is, these are the jokes that these comedians like <laughs> thrive on. That's why I like a boy like John Mulaney because he doesn't need the most vulgar stuff. But he can throw it at your face a little bit sometimes. So, do you want to talk about Vic a little? I, talk I, a little bit about I got Vic. a little something on Vic. So, what I said about Vic was he's this handsome, buff, goatee guy with the hot wife with the big butt and big boobs. Uh huh. And <laughs> he, had, he had one line that stood out to me. But. First, he was asking the guys if he want if they wanted to come over and watch the fight. Well, he didn't ask Frank. He already asked the other neighbors besides Frank, and that got Frank pissed. But then, in order to like, <laughs> remember, Frank does not like Vic. Just Frank, Frank hates hates Vic. Vic. And it was funny because like, in order to get them to like him, he was talking about black guys. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh that? yeah, he's like. Black dudes are so cool. <laughs> Ever seen one naked before? <laughs> Vic is just saying, oh, yeah, I see them naked all the time. It just... I, and that's what he said. That's when they're talking about, like, they're talking about the the TV sizes. And Vic's like, oh, I, got yeah. a th- I got a 32 inch in my, uh, I got a, or he just says, I have a 32 inch. And one of the neighbors, like, one of Frank's friends is, like, looking at his junk Looking at Vic's junk, and he's like, "Hey, eyes up here," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh," 
Yeah, and then that's later when... Well, not later. That's just when Frank lies saying that he's got the 33-inch color uh, yeah, TV. 30, when he really doesn't. Do they really make 33-inch TVs? Yeah, and then his neighbor goes, Really, Frank? I look in your house all the time. I never see a 33-inch TV. <laughs> I look in your house all the time. Yeah, there was some, there were some really good, like, punchy one-liners. Uh, very much, like... Very much written in the way that, uh, you know, a comedian will be telling a short joke. <laughs> so, <laughs> another part of the show that really, like, made me laugh. Mm-hmm. The first time, it didn't get me. The second time, it didn't get me. But the third time, it, it actually like, made me laugh because they just kept repeating it. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> so, when Frank first realized that the first TV that they purchased, the 33-inch colored one, was broken from the magnet his wife comes over and asks did you pour TV or did you yeah did you pour TV she goes did you pour water down the back of it yeah and then I was like I didn't really make anything of that I thought it was just a stupid joke but then Kevin comes over and goes because Frank asks Kevin he goes did you break the TV while I was asleep and he goes no did you pour water down the back and I was like okay what's going on and then <laughs> they take it to the store. They take it to the store, and the clerk goes, "Uh, well, it was it was perfectly fine when you took it home. Are you sure you didn't pour water down the back?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I just I, that actually made me like die laugh, and I was that was funny. It was pretty. It was pretty good. <laughs> um, okay, I've got I've got one more point before we get into likes and dislikes a little bit. Unless you have another one, I think I'm good. So. Uh, just to wrap up the show, because we didn't really get it. I didn't exactly put a bow on the end there. Um, yeah, they they get the the owner of the the TV store is like, oh, all these all this brand is defective, um, and he gives them like a different model, and they take it home. And it's nice because Billy kind of like saves the day by yeah. screwing up all the TVs, and. What it ultimately comes to is all of his friends, all of Frank's friends end up coming for the fight. And he told Billy before that, no, you're not allowed to watch the fight. It's like really violent. And, you know, I don't want you staying up late. and I don't want you to mess with the the party with all the guys. And uh, he ultimately lets Billy sit down there next to him, even gives him a sip of his beer. Just, you know, <laughs> father son stuff. And then the show ends, and and this is how I realized that, like, there's probably going to be a coherent plot here, or at least episode to episode. Uh, Frank and his wife are in bed, and they get a phone call in the middle of the night, and it's for Frank, and it's just like, oh, his boss is dead. And he's like, oh my god, my boss died. And Sue's like, oh, that's, that's awful. And he's like... I think I got I a promotion. Think I just got a promotion. I think this is the luckiest time of our lives. And Sue is like, somebody just died, and he's like, I wish I got the promotion before we could have bought the TV. <laughs> I was just we, like, oof. We didn't have to use Kevin's college fund. Oh man, but yeah, now he's got a promotion apparently, and that's you'd think going to be the part of the next episode. But we'll get into that in theories. Sean, you'd think. Let's talk a little bit about what we liked and didn't like about the show. So. I'm gonna be honest. I had a lot more likes than dislikes. Yeah. So <laughs> this probably doesn't come to surprise most people, but I love the dark humor, <laughs> like mm-hmm. all that. It just that's where that got me. I thought I loved like yeah. 
Just like this stupid comedy, like the water down the back of the TV over yeah. and over again. Yeah. That, I love that. Um, Alright, I'll get into a dislike. Frank's voice actor was good, but the others weren't. I don't know why, but like the kid actors, their voices, like... They're pretty bad. They, yeah, they like didn't hit the right spot for me. Mm-hmm. Um... I like how it'll probably go back to back, back to back, like the like how the like how his boss died. Now next episode, it'll oh, probably be about him. You like that? There's going to be like a plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How instead of like instead of it being like a Simpsons, yeah, or a Family Guy, just like, like random things. Yeah, intro was very clever. We yes, talked about that. Intro was we very already, clever. We they did. already know we like that. We did like that. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, there was there were some. There wasn't many dislikes for me, honestly. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, things that I liked about it, um, I, I, yeah, I, I like some of the jokes. I, I didn't like all of the jokes. I mean, it, it, you could tell that this was like this was one of those shows that's crude for the for the excuse of being crude. So like, yeah. they know that they have the license to be this mature TV show. And it's sort of they're using it. I looked at it. I looked at it as like a Trailer Park Boys crossed with a Simpsons or a Family Guy. Um, I, I mean, one of the things that I I do like I I do like that, and I can't really validate it because I haven't seen another episode. But I'm pretty confident that they're going to do a story, and I think that a show like this, where it's like a family setting and kids and parents and stuff like that you almost have to like that's what's going to set the show apart from family guy or simpsons or american dad by having this overarching plot um i think that's like really really important to it and you know i've i checked before we before we watched i noticed it that it has three seasons already really so there's already like probably some decently complex storylines if they've done a whole coherent story like I predict that they might because they left the show on the first episode on a cliffhanger and not many of those things do it but like I said it would just be another family guy with a lot of F words if there's not a story so I like that they're being ambitious in the sense that they think they can have a cartoon in this style with these jokes this kind of humor and make it a coherent story and yeah. when we get into theories we can talk a little bit about how we think that's going to go um, or some of the things that we think will happen later on in the show uh, that was the main thing that I like so that ending tagline seeing it end in like a suspenseful note was like really cool for me I liked that it had to do with magnets and last week's podcast <laughs> so ended with Sean bringing up <laughs> magnets so I I laugh I laughed a I laughed very, very hard you when think, that happened. You think they even knew what they, how they work? I don't you think, think Billy th- knows how magnet works. I don't think Billy knows how the magnet works. I liked the neighbors. The <laughs> I liked the kid in the diaper who like waddled, <laughs> even though he was definitely like a, ten a, years old. <laughs> like ten years old. Uh, I thought the neighbors were pretty funny. I mean, it felt a little, uh, little king of the hilly to me there because they were hanging outside drinking some beers yeah crushing some white house Brewskies. loggers or whatever uh vic was pretty funny yeah i, I mean the, the 
the main things I I didn't like were some some of the jokes I felt were pretty vulgar yeah. and sensitive. But it, it's weird because it's a comedy, so I like expected it. I was just surprised at the lengths that they were going. Um, and I also was kind of bothered by the animation style. It was like kind of it weird. Was weird. I was expecting it to be a lot smoother. I think it was a little. I think it. I don't know. I, I don't know too, like enough about animation that much, but there were some things that were like looked kind of rotoscope to me for somebody out there that knows a little bit about rotoscope. And it, and it switched between that and like the flat panel, the regular two two D animation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, something about it was just weird. I, I felt like it was changing a little too much, and it was kind of not aesthetically pleasing, but. Yeah, I, and and I I do. I was watching it with my parents, and they were like, "Yeah, this is there are some really like '70s things in this <laughs> show." And you know, even though I didn't grow up in the '70s, I thought they did a pretty good job at like making that at least that aesthetic and that family style. Other than that, those are my likes and dislikes. Are you ready to uh, move on to some theories about that we have about the show? Sure. All right. Let's go. Let's do it. So now for the next part of the podcast, Sean and I are going to talk a little bit about the theories that we have for F is for Family. Sean, uh, what do you think is going to happen next or later? I think Frank is going to expect to get like a nice paycheck next time, mm. but it's only going to go up like two percent. Oh, like a li- <laughs> like a little raise. Yeah, <laughs> and he's going to be like frustrated, and he's going to like try and do something about it and then he's just gonna like get screwed over or something like that Mm. or he's gonna get his raise and he's gonna be like or like since it's his boss that died he's gonna have to be the boss now and i feel like maybe there'll be an episode where everybody just hates him as boss yes i that's what i think is more likely where he's like oh he he just doesn't know what he's doing yeah that that would be fair i mean we do do we know what he does we do I just they did say I forget like a salesman? No, he works. He something with airways. Airways. He had a little patch on his like suit, not suit like jumper or whatever, and it said it's something airways. Was he like a pilot? I, he's not a pilot, <laughs> but I, he might work at an airport. Oh. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe he works at an airport. I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check it right now. Um, keep going while I fact check this. Uh, what else could possibly happen? Um, Billy will probably... Actually, I wonder if there will be, like, an episode where the kids go to school, maybe? Or actually, no, because the the focus of the show is on Frank, so... Yeah, but, I mean, I think the kids are going to be important. I wouldn't be surprised if there were, like, episodes strictly about the kids. Like Frank Frank uh, is the main character, so like Peter Griffin is the main character of Family Guy, but like there are episodes about That's true, yeah. Of all of them. Oh, Mohican Airways is an airline where he works. There you go. He works Ooh. at a, he works at an airport. Which is which has to be why the show's opening has him flying. I have to guess. He was probably a pilot in uh, the Korean War. There you go, pilot, pilot's guide. It all it all comes it full all circle. It all comes together. Oh my god, yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Plot twist. Yeah. Sean is actually Frank. <laughs> Sean is Frank. This is an M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> and you've been twisted. Bamboozled. Smeckledorfed. Uh, yeah, so... So... Well, do you, do you give me a theory you have. Okay, here's, an, here's a theory that I had. The red-headed kid isn't his son. <laughs> you think he had an affair? I know. I think his. I think while he like, isn't there a thing about like the redheaded stepchild? Have you ever heard that that term? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I'm I'm younger than you, so this seems like the type of show that would have like a weird thing like this, where like, oh, he was away, and his wife maybe thought he died in the Korean War, and she. <laughs> did something yeah. with another guy yeah. uh, maybe Vic I, mm, mm, who knows actually, Vic's a blonde and because I uh, and and that this boy Billy uh, is is different and, and I because I, I kind of see it I kind of think Billy is a lot different than Frank in the sense that he's like the way that he was like diligent about doing stuff, he did do stupid things, like he hopped in a barrel at one point and rolled down a hill. Yeah. But like he was doing his science experiment and he was like pretty curious and like wanting to do the whole scientific method, and it just didn't seem like this was his kid. Well, like Kevin kinda has a personality like Frank, as in like doesn't care about much. Like he's uh, yes, know. yeah. Kevin is more like Frank, also in the way he talks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the scene where Kevin says, "I because I hate you" when he lied yeah, about the uh-huh. TV, and then yeah. Frank goes outside and cries, but he's only crying because they're spraying mosquito yeah. repellent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I think the way that Kevin raises his voice was very similar to the way that Frank raises his voice. Yeah. Now the daughter, who I'm sorry we haven't said her name, <laughs> she's. Arguably the least important character but in the favorite, this first episode. But the favorite child. But the favorite <laughs> child by far. Um, she just seems really, like, wacky. Like, really nutty. She does? I uh, yeah, because she... Because um, like she's the first person to go down the barrel. She is? Yeah, the, 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 to, to expand on that. When, right before Billy gets bullied... <laughs> Billy bullied? Oh, yeah. Uh, the the neighborhood kids they find this old rusty barrel and they go into like the woods and they kick the barrel down uh it's, down a hill, a hill yeah. and this little girl is the first one to go uh and she gets to the bottom and she like <laughs> then like hit the barrel into like a rock or something a rock or i think it was a, a washing machine or something like that maybe <laughs> yeah. this is like a bunch of abandoned metal garbage yeah she hits it and she's like that was bitchin', and then she oh, yeah. throws up all over the ground, and I was like, "Huh, that's a weird thing for the little girl to say." But whatever. I mean, she's she's cool. She's doing what she wants to do. But I almost felt the way that she acted reflected a little bit more of her her dad than oh, yeah. than Billy did. Um, Billy who knows? Did- I don't know if that's a real plot point, but. It did, could be. Did Billy curse at all? Because like she, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Yeah, and he didn't have a temper. Like Billy, yeah, he just Billy was sad. basically like yeah, sad and reserved. Whereas the other two were either using more vulgar language or getting actually mad, like their father. 
another, yeah. another. I mean, that's my that was my main theory of the show that I think like that would be a big reveal, and it's like, oh shoot, <laughs> but because I think that's a that's a story. It is in it like a, a is. lot of like war stuff. It like I is. thought you were dead. They told me you were dead. Uh, what's the show on NBC where the plane disappears for like five years? Lost? No, not lost. Um, uh, fringe. No, it literally just came out. Like, not the long. event. Is that it? No, it's not the event. No. I have no clue. The plane... Alright, maybe people listening know and I'm yeah. triggering them, but the plane gets lost for like some amount of years. Mm-hmm. I think it's like... I don't know. I don't want to trigger people. Whatever. But anyway, plane goes missing for an amount of years and then the one girl's fiancé was... They were going to get married, but... Since she went missing, he went and found another girl, and then they were together, and yeah, it was it was kind of like a war thing. Got it. Except they just went into okay. a deep dark abyss. And I understand. I know that's I know that's like a thing that people yeah like to do, um, like a cliche. So it starts with an M. What's it called? Manifest. It's called manifest. Sean just manifested it. Okay, great. Uh, another little, another little theory before we're done this segment. I think Kevin's gonna have a kid. Kevin, who's Kevin? Kevin. Kevin oh, with the Kevin. loose girl, Kevin. Because there is a, there is a part in the show when he finds out that uh. Billy is getting bullied, where he's like making out with the girl who you assume is a loose girl, and and he says like, "I love you so much, and I want you to touch it." And he's like, "Good, touch it." Touch it, touch it. Yeah. And she goes, I don't want to. And then he goes, all right, can I touch yours? Yeah, and she's like, no. <laughs> yeah, he's a... He's a, he's a little bit of an aggressor, but mm. I just have a feeling that, like... He, but, like, the first scene where Frank could be him, foreshadowing that. What do you say? The yeah. first scene where we see Kevin, uh-huh. he walks into the kitchen for breakfast right before the phone rings. Mm-hmm. He, uh, what, did it, what did Frank say? He said... Kevin walks. He walks down. Frank says, "Looks like Royal Highness decided to join us." And then kicked. Uh, yeah, I'm high, all right. Yeah, I'm definitely high. <laughs> yeah, Kevin's a Kevin's a bad boy. So at the very least, I think he could just like. He could just. I don't know. He's like, be, you know, betray <laughs> his father's wishes by just going behind his back and having a kid. He's like bad, but emo or punk at the same time it's weird yeah he's yeah he's not 70s there's something (laughs) not 70s he's a little 90s grunge from the future he's from the future okay well that's uh that does it for my theories you got any other theories before we go even anything small um I think that's it alright well then next segment let's move on to the next segment and for our next segment... What's the next segment? Next segment, we're going to talk about whether this show, we think it is ready for takeoff, or it's going to crash landing. Crash landing, meaning it's not going to get the ending it deserved, or it thought it was going to get. Yep. And ready for takeoff, meaning it's going to get an ending, there's going to be a final scene where it'll just end not, <laughs> and not abruptly go away. 
episode 16 of the Pilot's Guide Pod, where Sean still is a little unsure about this I'll get it one day, folks. He will get it one day. (laughs) He's he's getting so good. He's doing so good. (laughs) I'm trying my best. All right. Do you want me to go first? You usually ask me to go first. Unless you want... uh, Are you reaching? I got this. He's got this. I'm... Even though it already has three seasons... Crash landing. Mm. Yeah. It, it's just like... it. I just feel like it doesn't have... Since it's already got three seasons, how many episodes are there per season? Probably something like ten. Ten? You think ten? I guess ten or twelve. I was going to say twenty. No, I, I don't think YouTube really oh, does. Let me check. Yeah, let's, let's check it out. If it were a cable show, then it would probably be twenty because it's a cartoon. Season one... What?! What? Season one has six. Six episodes? Season two has ten. Mm-hmm. And then season, another ten. Season three has ten. Okay. So, I just feel like... YouTube likes to go small. I don't know. That kind of, like, changes up things. It changes uh, your thought? Because you thought there were a lot of episodes. I was going to say, there's a lot of episodes that are going to run out of content, and then people are going to get uninterested. Right. But now that I know that there's only... 10 per season, people are going to want more than 10. You also have to consider, though, running out of content. Like, we... I, I know it's hard to run out of content, but... Like, no, it's not It's not even. It's not even hard to run out of content. You'll see things that you've seen before. Think about The Simpsons. The Simpsons has, like, been around for seasons. way, way longer than, like... Me. It probably had the right to. I mean, I I know from a lot of people I that like it's n- it's not good now though. It's not nearly as good as it yeah. was before. Uh, people fawn over those early seasons of The Simpsons, and now they just sort of look at it as like, ah, are you you know going too long? Simpsons movies undefeated, dude. You see Bart's PP? Yeah, I did. <laughs> but this doesn't have to be this. It doesn't have to be The Simpsons, and it couldn't ever be The Simpsons. So. I like Ben now. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just quoting The Simpsons. Sorry, that was Ralph. Not, not <laughs> Sean. Little Ralphie. They could run out of content in a lot less episodes than The Simpsons, obviously. But running out of content is also could also be like the red flag for them to be like, okay, let's just wrap it up here. So, do you think they, you think they have so enough things planned where people are like, people just end up losing interest because it's been the same thing for too long, or do you think that they're going to? Another thing that I literally... I just thought of this. Yeah. Another thing that can lose people's interest Mm -hmm. is how The Simpsons is on once a week, like regular TV. Right. So people look forward to that once a week. They'll get a new episode. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix, you're going to watch all ten episodes in two days. You're right. And then you have to wait how long? A year for the next season? You're right. People are just going to forget about it. I mean, now we're just getting into the argument about streaming services versus cable. All right, still. And I'm saying eventually, and I, I had a conversation with my right. bo- I had a conversation with my boys the other night, and they were we were saying that eventually down the road it's going to be cable's gone. Yeah. And then it'll all just be cable streaming services. streaming services. Yeah. And then it'll be packages of cable streaming services that you can choose. And then it'll eventually... Well, it'll be like individual pick-and-choose ones to make a set. And then it'll be like packages of cable streaming services. Streaming services that you don't want. And then it'll just be like cable again. Exactly. But it'll be everything up front, even though they'll still be doing live TV. It's... TV, yeah. TV is going to be so much different. Yeah, it is. In like a year and a half. But like you said with... 
how we're like getting into streaming services. Yeah. That that is true how people will get uninterested, but I think for this show this is one of the shows where people will be uninterested and forget about. It's fair. That's why I say crash landing. Fair. What do you say, sir? I very, very confidently say crash landing. Really? Why is that? I just think that like I, I said that the excuse of being vulgar to be vulgar, um I I don't know because it's a cartoon if it could like push the envelope and get itself canceled strictly because of one of the jokes. But yeah, that, I wouldn't be surprised if it like pushed that limit that's one way true. or the other. Cause that Nazi joke, that was probably the worst one yeah. in the episode, and I can only imagine what later episodes It was pretty were bad. Like. But I also think about it as like that's probably why they were strategic and put it in the 70s. Because they can make jokes about exactly. things in that time or, like, further back in the past instead of making a joke about, like, say, say a 9-11 or something. Where it's it's a joke touchy. that is still very touchy. And I think that they're probably doing that as a as a buffer. And I don't really know what joke you could make in 1973 or what's even significant about 1973 when anyway. was the depression the, the depression 1933 <laughs> I don't know I mean yeah no no one cares about depression jokes <laughs> I mean unless it's about like people's depression then they're gonna care um do you do you think this show I know we, we're way past this no go for it do you think this show will go into the future I thought I did just think about that it popped into my head no I don't think so you don't think I think I think Frank is there is their moneymaker, and if they go into the future too far, unless, and the only time they would go in the future, unless they had, like, one episode where it's like, we're in the future, and it's like, oh, we're focusing on some stupid thing, because they ran out of things to do in the show's present time. Yeah. Nah, I really don't think so. So, I was gonna say, like, they had that, the thing that popped up in the beginning of the show that said 1973, and maybe they'll do that in, like, a later yeah. episode I don't know hey you know what was nice about this show no flashbacks I'll give it that thank god thank the lord but uh yeah I, I I just think that it's probably going to get to the point where people are like oh man that vulgar joke ha ha <laughs> just like just like um I think you can sort of even put it in the box of people who watch too much stand up comedy stand up comedy like very much loses its shine yeah like a very few times have I watched, like, a random comedian on Netflix and been like, wow, this is really good. More times than not, it's just like, I don't even think that's, I don't even think that's funny. Old. But there are people that, like, really love this type of humor. And there are jokes in the show that have layers of thought rather than just being like, man, he just said the F word to his kid <laughs> or called him an animal. Um... Uh, there's that, and people like that, but I think more than likely by the time they, they're done, uh, it could it could get canceled. I mean, Family Guy got canceled a bunch of times. I know The Simpsons has never been canceled, but like, then again, I look at Family Guy and American Dad and how long they've run, and I'm like, maybe this is the like, raunchy cartoon that people want on Netflix because they don't have those other shows. You want to bring up the show that got revived? Yes! Big streaming service news. Yeah. A comedy. NBC. AP Bio got picked up today. uh, This is July 17th. Got picked up for the NBC streaming service. 
So, I mean, there's still an end to sort of connect that to what we're talking about. Obviously, there is a market for comedy in streaming. Yeah. But cartoon comedy, who knows? Haven't really seen it. This is sort of this sort of sets the precedent uh, because those other shows are not available for streaming. You can't watch Family Guy. I don't yeah. think. Uh, well, the Fox app on my Apple TV. That, mm, the Fox app. Yeah, the Fox is streaming service. It somewhat, yeah, yeah. Okay. They actually have like a. They have like you know what you can have like tabs at the top. There's like home setting. There's there'll be home. Live TV, movies, and they actually have a whole Simpsons section, and you can just choose from a abundance of Simpsons crap. It's only a matter of time before it, you have to start paying for that if you don't have cable. That's crazy. Well, there you go. We're, at one point, it's eventually going to be more expensive than we're paying for cable now, unless you get like some crazy. No, I think I think it's just going to stack up because I think certain services are going to either force you to pay more to get the ads off or not give you access to certain shows. Like, you know, I have Hulu for free with Spotify premium. Right. right. I couldn't like, but it's the Hulu with the ads. I couldn't care less about the ads. I don't know if that's just some me. people do. Some but, people care a lot about the ads. I literally, that's why people still pirate. It, it's, only at most 120 seconds. Yeah. And then in that time, just go on your phone. Go on. Fair. Go to the bathroom. Go poop. Yeah. Like, why pay $3 extra or whatever it is? Sean, my friend, you, I are, mean, you, are, you are a different type of person. I know, I know. That's just my thought. You may get to the point in your life where people, you're like, I couldn't, I don't want these commercials. People can come slap me silly if they disagree. Slap them silly. Well, we sort of we sort of went off the road a little bit. We're not really talking about the show yeah, anymore. Yeah, I know. But this is still good content. I, I, I'm I very into this conversation. So I think that about does it for our last segment of the podcast. So if you're good to go, let's uh, let's close this puppy out. Let's close it, boy. Ah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Pilot's Guide Podcast. I am going to be so bold as to say this might be our best podcast yet. I really liked the energy. I, I what? How did you feel about that that like two minute rapid review thing? I feel like that deserved a Millie Rock. Yeah, Millie Rock. Wop. It may be a shorter episode. Yeah, so I I, I like the two minute playback. I'm glad I'm glad you like it. I, I li- think <laughs> I like when you were rushing it the last like three seconds. Yeah, I th- and I think it, it's kind of nice because it sort of gets out all those little things that are like not important, but you still want to talk about. And we can just fill in the gaps. Yeah, fill in the gaps, man. It's just like um, uh, just like um, like a moat. I don't know. You know? <laughs> I'm trying to think of things that you fill in what the do you gaps. Fill in gaps for. Uh, I don't know. Cracked bathroom tiles. Cracked, yeah. You fill it with the grout. <laughs> fill it with that grout. This is just the Not grout. Magnets. This is just podcast grout. So, um, yeah, this is a great episode. Uh, good energy. Uh, I'd like to say a couple thank yous. Oh, actually, first off, before you shut the podcast off, if you don't want to listen to the very end, please, please, please go on our Twitter. And find Answer our poll. the poll. Do you think the word penis is funny? Because this is an important note uh, from 
Actually, by the time this goes up, it, it it'll probably be gone. I'm gonna check. Gone. I'm gonna check what. Go people check are that saying. poll, baby. How many? What? What's right now? As we is, got five. Votes. We got five votes. Sixty percent say 60% yes. Sixty percent yes. Forty percent no. Yes. This is big. This is big. <laughs> it's it's going to come down to the very to end. It's really tight right now. Um, so, yeah. What? Never mind. Don't answer the poll because it's <laughs> already done. Um, thank you to Andrew and Angelo, our sound producers and sound effects guys. They do a great job. Uh, if you are curious about their work and might... Uh, ask them to do something for you you can find their ats in the description of the podcast uh, which will be on your podcast app I'd like to thank Emily uh, for doing our art she has her own Etsy store she sells her stuff uh, go check her out there's a link to that uh, I think it's more coffee less Mondays or something on Etsy uh, she does all sorts of good art uh, she talked about it in the Miss Maisel episode if you've listened to that uh, her ad is also in the description on Twitter. Uh, Sean, where can they find us on Twitter and outside of Twitter? At Pilot's Guide Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Outside of Twitter, our ads are in, our, in the bio yep. for our pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, email is also there if you want to give us any criticism. Yeah, as well as a link to our Spotify if you're looking for some of our previous episodes. We've, yep. got, we've got a back catalog at this point. We've, we've done quite... We have a number of episodes already. We're pretty much yes. approaching podcast professionalism. We might as well get Sashes. Joe Gatto in here. Get Joey G. <laughs> get that Larry in here. Get Larry. Star. Larry. <laughs> Scoopski potato. <Scoopski> potatoes. <laughs> Just yeah, it's becoming more and more the Impractical Jokers podcast. Uh, every week we're going to start to fade into that. Uh, Sean, I want to tell you a little bit about the show that we're going to be watching for next week. I because it's about my that. choice. Uh, per request of my friend Matthew Bunker, uh, out there in the great wilds of Wisconsin. I'm sure he's freezing <laughs> in this, this month of August. Probably like negative four over there. We will be watching the Netflix original show, Russian Doll. Have you heard of it? I feel like it rings a bell. Do you know if Matt's seen it? Oh, I know he's seen it. He he wants, he very much wants our reaction to it. Um, because he thinks... I'll give him a I'm fat sure. reaction to it. You give him a big fat reaction. Uh, this is a comedy. Comedy? Yes, a comedy, uh, and I think there's elements of drama. It's a, it's a TV mature show. Uh, yes! About a woman named Nadia. And Classic Russian. she keeps dying and reliving her 36th birthday party. That, that She's trapped in a surreal time loop and staring down the barrel of her own mortality. Just a little sounds, bit of Groundhog's Day. That sounds like the movie Happy Death Day or something like or that. Or that, too. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. But this is a comedy. It's a comedy. Them damn Russians. Those dang Russians. I don't know if it has to do with the Russians, even. <laughs> I mean, you know what a Russian doll is? Yeah, it's like the, the dolls that yeah, just like, little stacking, little up, stacking yeah. dolls. Little babushka dolls or whatever. The babushka. <laughs> we got to dance the mamushka. <laughs> uh, Alright, so I think that's all of my thank yous. Sean, do you have any, any final words before we go into Sean's shower thoughts? Uh, good ep. Good epi. EpiPen? EpiPen. 
that them things are rising up in prices. Uh oh, they are. They used to be like fifty bucks, now they're like two fifty. Oh shoot! This isn't my shower thought. Any. This is not the shower thought. Sean talks about universal health care. <laughs> we gotta move to Sweden. Maybe that's not my shower thought either. It's not a shower thought. So everyone knows about the Area Fifty One meme. This is the best meme to happen since Mason Ramsey singing in Walmart. But. Let's get past the meme. Let's think, like, hypothetically, <laughs> if these 700,000-plus people go to Area 51, me and John... I think it's, like, I think it's over 1 million at this point. That's goddamn ridiculous. But me and John were talking the other day. Let's say these... Well, not all 1 million are going to show up at Area 51, but let's say half of them do. 500,000 people... Showing up to Area 51's gates. Trying to make their way in. Yeah. How how would that go? Like, like well, you want to know how it would go? You, no, 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 let me, let me finish. So, they're gonna, like you said earlier when we were talking about it, we're going to get to like a part where it's just going to be like jets and stuff. And they'll like, let us stay there. But then, like, we'll find like the area with the aliens. And then... <laughs> <laughs> but then we're gonna try and push through to there. But then they're just gonna slaughter us all. What? What do we do then? It's CNN is gonna be like making tons of money covering that shit. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. We're bringing it down to the beautiful Daytona Beach Airport, or DAB DAB. Yep. We're about to uh, literally dab on all of the haters. Uh, hashtag spring break 2012. 2012. <laughs> End of the world. Uh, we Again, we'd like to thank you for flying. We hope you enjoyed our flight. Sorry for the uh, little bit of turbulence. There was a, a bump there over South Carolina. Some, <laughs> some big old dark clouds. Storm front rolling in. I'm not a meteorologist, though, so I don't know. It could have just been a duck. What even is hail? What even is hail? <laughs> Maybe that's Sean Shower thoughts for next week, but uh, I'm going to start bringing them down. Please, if you'd be so kind as to uh, put your tray tables up and your seats back in the full upright position, uh, we will be landing shortly in beautiful Daytona Beach, and uh, yeah, we're going to start deploying the deploying the, the airbags. The airbags? <laughs> What's happening? Uh, please, on your way out, uh, after you've been crushed by the airbag, please grab a little bit of water, a little tiny water, a uh, bag of tiny peanuts and cashews and tequila and little tequilas and uh yeah we'll, we'll hopefully we'll see you flying on uh pilot's guide air very soon uh next time but uh we've just touched base on the tarmac uh you can feel free to unbuckle your seat belts and show them what may they do you may feel free to roam around the cabin this has been another episode of the pilot's guide what podcast is it about roam about or is it Roma? Roma about that cabin, y'all. You, you listeners can decide that for yourself. We'll see you here next week. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Pause it. No, we're talking.
you want to you want to be in a pot you want to be at the end of the podcast who are you talking to I'm talking to myself (laughs) I just gotta get edited out no I'll I'll put it at the end it'll be the it'll be the easter egg 